0: Today I want to talk about friends as relates to recovery. Now, this is not friends as in people you hang out with. It's not like the TV show. But this is friends as in talking about something a person is very familiar with, grabs hold of and hangs on. Most people who are struggling with recovery, they have a woundedness past. They have a trauma past. They were put into a situation that was extremely difficult and it was very difficult for them to find their way through, and most people during those kinds of periods find what I call a friend. Now, one of the most common friends is actually stubbornness. Sometimes people just dig in. They dig in their feet, and stubbornness is passive rebellion, so it's a kind of passive strength, a quiet strength. So the person has built within them this fire that says, I'm not going to be beaten by this, but If I come back at the person, they're going to beat me. There's going to be terrible physical things that happen. So they move that strength into a passive place that's very kind of quiet and hidden. And it's kind of like you can get me on the outside. You can make me do something on the outside, but you can't touch my inside. Well, when a person develops a friend that is stubbornness, what happens through the years they tend to hang on to that and that becomes their friend in situation after situation now their friend might have actually helped them survive during this very difficult season of their life but what happens when you're dealing with a stubborn person when you're dealing with someone like that it's it's hard to form quality relationship and if there's one thing that's more important than anything else in recovery It's being able to receive value, being able to drink in life from the people around you. Well, if you're a stubborn person, you push that away. You hold that back. So I'm working with someone and things are going really well. And all of a sudden, I find out I'm dealing with someone who is standing up on the outside, but sitting down on the inside. And somewhere in that process, I'm like, why is this thing not working? And I realize, oh, this person has the friend of stubbornness. And so now, fast forward, we're in a safe environment where the person needs to actually be humbling themselves. The person needs to be listening. The person needs to be connecting, drawing in strength, drawing in life. The thing that was their friend in a previous setting that was highly dysfunctional, highly destructive, that same thing that was a friend back there at this point becomes their enemy. Because when that person now needs to be in humility, they're not able to go there. They go back to their friend. They hang on to their friend. They refuse to listen. They refuse to be accountable. They refuse to take the kinds of steps that are going to help that person to get better. It's not just stubbornness that is a friend. There's all kinds of other things. Sometimes people go extremely passive. And so their way of dealing with life is to isolate, to go into hiding and to move into a, a, "I am not seen, I am not here kind of a world. Well, if a person lives that way, and again, fast forward, we're in a place of recovery where people are there who are willing to help. As soon as that person hits a difficult place, what do they do? They go into hiding again. And many times it's like we want to scream at people, just talk to us. And a lot of times they don't know enough to say this, but if they could speak, they'd say, well, I can't, I've got my friend, I've got my old familiar friend, and it's always worked well for me. So that's what I'm going to do again. Another example of a friend, which I actually will deal with in another video in a longer way, but sometimes people go into enabling or sometimes people go into rescuing. What's happening there? I get into a kind of a control means where I'm starting to try to control life. Another example of that is someone who is really is a big time manipulator. Sometimes people use words in that way where I'm going to control the conversation and I'm going to talk a lot because if I talk a lot, I'm in control and I feel a whole lot more comfortable when I'm in control. Another example is a friend is the person who gets angry back. So if you're going to come at me, I'm going to use anger and I'm going to escalate anger and I'm going to jump into the middle of that and that becomes my friend because when I'm angry and the adrenaline wakes up and all of a sudden I become strong and I'm able to get so angry and so violent that you can't touch me, that becomes my friend. That becomes my protector. Now, these last few ones that I've been talking about, it's a lot easier to look at that and go, that's no friend. And usually the person who is walking in that manner is quicker to recognize, that's no friend. So it's easier to work with. That's why the first two that I talked about are really so difficult because that stubbornness, that quiet passivity of standing up on the outside, but sitting down on the inside or that escape mechanism. Those are the two that tend to be the most damaging, but people tend to have all kinds of different friends that they bring into their addiction, and they hang on to that while they're in their addiction, and it's hard to talk them out of their friend. I hope that if you're listening to this tape, and you need to especially, you can recognize, oh, I have this thing that actually was kind of helpful over here in my survival in an unhealthy circumstance. But when I'm over here in a place where I need to grow and get better, I've got to let go of that friend. It's powerful if you can recognize the old friends that are no longer good friends and move to a better place in life.